Our sponsor for today's episode is Walking With Purpose. Are you ready to discover not only what matters most in life, but also how to prioritize those things? Do you long to feel satisfied at the end of the day, knowing that you've loved your family, not just in your heart, but also in your schedule? Are you ready to build a life that you don't want to escape? Another glass of wine? Just one more episode on Netflix? A little more scrolling on Instagram? Women are numbing out at ever-increasing rates. And why? What is it about our lives that makes us feel so overwhelmed? And what might change if we figured out how to build lives that we actually like? Ordering Your Priorities is a new Bible study from Walking With Purpose, a Catholic women's ministry whose mission is to help women and girls encounter Jesus through Scripture. Ordering Your Priorities is focused on helping you put the most important things first by paying attention to the one who made us, because he can best tell us what we need for our lives to run well. We all have limits, and every day there will be things that we plan to do that are left unfinished. We can't always fit in a little bit more. A life well-lived is made up of days when the things that are most important are done first, and many good things remain undone. In John 10.10, Jesus says, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly, and this is the promise that we are pursuing. Ordering your priorities provides you food for thought, questions for reflections, and truth to ponder. Now through January 31st, Abiding Together listeners can receive 15% off ordering your priorities. Go to walkingwithpurpose.com and enter Abiding15 at the checkout to receive 15% off. That's walkingwithpurpose.com. Hi, and welcome to season 10 of the Abiding Together podcast. We are so excited to have you with us this season. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James Heidland, and every week I am joined by two of my dearest friends, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger. We talk about our life with Christ. We talk about big things, small things, beautiful things, sorrowful things. We laugh, we cry. You'll fit right in. <laughs> you are most welcome here. So please grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast, which you can also watch on our YouTube channel. And we have arrived, dear friends, on so many levels, but we have arrived at Advent week four and the last of our four-part series, which we did Daughter, Sister, and now our series mm. on Advent, which we had the wonderful opportunity to film uh, at Spirit Juice Studios. So, and Christmas is right around Christmas the corner. Christmas is right around can the corner. We were just listening to a bit of Christmas music. <clears throat> Get in the spirit. I know. It's mm -hmm. really lovely. It's very lovely. And so we have been talking about faith and joy and hope, and this week we're going to talk about peace. And we've lit our last uh, candle on our Advent wreath, and we're going to talk about St. Teresa of Avila. We've been discussing the four women doctors of the church, and Relation to the Sundays of Advent, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about Saint Teresa of Avila today and the gift of Christ as Prince of Peace, which goes very deep. We've also been studying two different scriptures, one from Isaiah 61, and the other is the prologue of the Gospel of John. So I will read that to you again, and just allow this to wash over your heart and to to flourish in your heart. The Gospel of John, chapter one, verses one to five, and it says this: In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, 
and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. We're going to base our time together also off a, a poem from St. Teresa of Avila, which is very well known, which is one of my favorites. And so does baby Heather, do you want to read that for us? Sure. Yeah, it says, um, let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing away. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Whoever has God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. Mm-hmm. Just the reading of that brings a lot of peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. such a good reminder. I mean, I think like, you know, God is always saying to us, like, peace be with you. Yeah. Like he says all, you know, throughout the gospels, mm-hmm. like he's like, peace be with you over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. We say it at mass. Mm-hmm. We say it at mass. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we just, we need that peace mm-hmm. to calm our anxieties. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of anxieties I think many people are dealing with, even if it's not like an anxiety disorder, sure, <laughs> but just that yes. we're anxious about things. We're yeah. anxious about many, many things. Mm-hmm. And to just, this is like such perspective right here. God mm-hmm. never changes. You know, what I feel like she's saying is, it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be it. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about that that I think is true. Ultimately, we are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. There is war and there is things going on, but God has won the battle. There are some things that are settled. Yes. You know, not everything is up in the air. Mm-hmm. Not everything is still to be figured out. Like God has already won mm-hmm. freedom for us. Mm-hmm. He's won heaven for us. Mm-hmm. And and we just need to cooperate with him and come into relationship with him. Like yeah. we were talking last um, episode about the simplicity of certain things. Yes. And I love the scripture that we, that we focused in on for our podcast, Abiding Together, but in John 15, mm-hmm. where he's just like, abide in my love. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what a what an invitation. Mm-hmm. He's like, Heather, will you abide in my love? I'm like, oh. Oh, well, like when I allow myself to pause enough to listen to what God is asking me to do, because sometimes we're like, it's too much. It's going to be too hard. It's scary. Like whatever. It's like God is just asking us to abide in his Mm -hmm. love. Like this is what our hearts are aching for. It's what we need so badly. It's what is going to heal the world. Like this is what we so desperately want. And it's right there Mm -hmm. all the time for us to engage with, Mm -hmm. you know, respond Mm -hmm. to, rest in, Mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I was thinking about this when we were, um, I was thinking about, okay, this episode is on peace. And I go back to the series that we did with Father Jacques Philippe on searching and maintaining peace. Oh, oh that yeah. was such a popular series. It mm-hmm. is. And it's such a good book. Like, But I've gone back to pick up that book a couple of times, especially in this last season. And it was funny because I was looking at, I was reorganizing all these bookshelves because we switched rooms in our house um, a couple of weeks ago. And I was looking at my Father Jacques Philippe collection next to my Henry Nouwen collection. <laughs> and they're both very plentiful and abundant. Two and friends next to each other. Yes, mm-hmm. there you go. And um, so you could see it, but I was looking at, even at the title of the book, searching for like, oh, I'm always searching for peace, but maintaining mm-hmm. that word, maintaining peace. Like, is the my posture, my heart, do, do I maintain it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think um, maintaining peace and sustainability are a big deal. Yeah. You know, how do I, how do I sustain this posture of peace? And it goes back to what you said, Heather, it's abide. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, because abide also can be translated into remain. Yeah. You know, stay here. This is your position. Don't get out of it. This is your posture. Don't yeah. get out of it. But mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, oh, no. Mm-hmm. But no, stay right here. Let me remain with you, Lord. 
Let me stay with you. Let me dwell with you. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, like that interior posture of our heart, let it's interior, mm-hmm. you know, this peace. It's not externals mm-hmm. that are going on around us. It's interior peace. It's because the world outside us will always be chaotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things will always be changing. Things will always, you know, they're always, there's always going to be drama. There's always going to, the world continues to spin, yeah. to spin on and there's going to be people drama. People are born and people die and things happen and things come into existence and they pass away. And Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, one of my, one of the quotes I love out of The Secret Life of Bees, um, it's a fiction book, one of my favorites, where she talks about, it's amazing when someone's heart is blown to pieces and people still go on with their lives. Mm. You know, just make it and the world keeps on spinning. And isn't that so true? Mm. Like I think about that when a natural disaster hits or something tragic hits and I'm walking around the grocery store and I will always stop to think about someone's life just completely fell apart and I'm walking around with my grocery list you know (laughs) and like that the world keeps on spinning but it's this interior peace that we have to Mm -hmm. cultivate Mm -hmm. it doesn't just happen it's maintained and cultivated and all that Mm -hmm. sister what are your thoughts I think whenever I consider peace, uh, really, usually without fail, Dr. Sri from uh, the Augusta Institute yes. will always come to my mind in one of our scripture He's classes. So and he was talking about how the, the deepest meaning of peace is rightly ordered relationships mm. or rightly restored relationships. Mm. And so that's at the heart of abiding, of remaining, is the mm. rightly ordered relationship with God himself, which is why when Jesus comes through the locked doors for the disciples, he's saying, peace be with you. Come into re- restoration in your relationship with me. And that's the heart of it. That's the heart of daughter. That's the heart of sister. That's mm-hmm. the heart of Christ coming to to earth. And it's a song of the angels. It's a song that the angels sing over the shepherds. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. Mm-hmm. Peace to people of goodwill. People have their wills ordered toward the good, which is God. And mm-hmm. the natural outpouring of our lives ordered toward God, who is the ultimate good, is peace. Because mm-hmm. it's the restoration of who we truly are. Like we talked about in our last, our two podcasts ago about praise. That is a preparation for eternity. That's our life or, rightly ordered, our telos toward eternity. And that, that I think holding on to those things, like we've said so many things change in life. And, and but Christ, thank God, St. Teresa of like the life, like tr- Christ never changes. Yeah. God, God never changes. He's ever ancient, ever new, but he never changes. And mm-hmm. it's this poem is so popular and it's just so popular on social media and it's amazing whoever posts it people just automatically like it yes. it's just such a it's, it's like per- perpetually popular whether they're face-based or not yeah like mm-hmm. it's just one of those ones where it translates yes. to whoever you are yes, yes. because mm-hmm. we've all been disturbed we've all been frightened mm-hmm. we've all tried to grasp onto things that are passing away and we um, are all looking for something that won't change mm-hmm. and that just like she said patience Patience obtains all things. Whoever lacks God lacks nothing, or whoever has whoever has God lacks nothing, because God alone suffices. And it's the gentle living out the day to day, the abiding together, the living out day to day that that makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Wow. Yeah, my word of the year, as you know, is steady. Mm-hmm. Where my little word oh, of I the saw year your bracelet earlier. Uh, steady, yeah. steady, and I've been reflecting on that a lot, and recently been reflecting on Jesus in the boat in the storm, mm-hmm. and he's sleeping. You know, Wake and up. it talks about he's <laughs> yeah. sleeping on a pillow like it's very specific not only is he sleeping he's comfortably sleeping Mm -hmm. with his head on a pillow Mm -hmm. and i'm like there's so much trust that comes with that that he would even think i'm just gonna curl up for a little sleep Mm -hmm. right now you know and i'm sure it wasn't like a storm that came out of nowhere you know i'm sure i'm sure he knew what was to come or maybe it was already brewing and he's like yeah now seems like a good time to take a nap Mm -hmm. you know there was 
there's a trust involved with the father that he had where he was able to maintain peace. Mm -hmm. Like you Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, no matter what was happening around him. And he's trying to teach us, you know, that it's okay. Don't Mm -hmm. be afraid. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who calms the storms. You know, I'm, I'm in charge of this. I'm bigger than this. I'm more powerful than this. And Mm -hmm. that's something that I have to constantly allow him to remind me of. I can't always do it myself. Like I find even with that, I try to do too many things. Mm I need him to remind me of that truth, Mm -hmm. that he is there and it's okay. Like, I am okay. I'm being held in the palm of his hand and there is nothing really that can take me out, like, of what the ultimate goal is, which Mm -hmm. is heaven and union with Mm -hmm. him. If my heart is continually being given and transformed and conformed Mm -hmm. to his will, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, I think it's just like finding that safe place sometimes feels very elusive Mm -hmm. to us Mm -hmm. to find the safety from which peace comes, which mm-hmm. is resting in the arms of God, yeah. you know? So it's like, how do we live in something that seems hard to imagine, yes. you know? But how do we actually live from that source of peace of resting in the arms of God and allowing the storms of life to come, mm-hmm. even to the point where there's a little pillow under our head and we're comfortably <laughs> resting. And the know. storms of life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do, you yeah, know, but not impossible. Hard. And no. like, mm-hmm. what what do we need to go to Jesus, who is our teacher? Say, Jesus, teach me. Mm-hmm. Teach me how to find peace in the storms because mm-hmm. they're not going to stop. I mean, no. we just keep being surprised sort of by all of them that keep coming, (laughs) but they're not going to stop. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it is. I don't think we constantly are called like if Jesus came that we might have life and have it to the full. This means that we're not called to be in distress all the time, to be on hyper alert all the time, that there must be a way. And Jesus is the way. Right. Mm -hmm. He says that Mm -hmm. like to experience peace and the fullness of life that he says he promises us. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I wonder, too, it's often said that the preacher is preaching to themselves. I wonder, you know, look at St. Teresa of Avila, somebody who suffered tremendously, Mm -hmm. a great reformer, and great reformers suffer tremendously, and it is lonely, and you think of all the pushback she got, and I wonder, just, you know, just thinking of this, I wonder if she was sitting by herself in the chapel one night and just is like saying this to her soul. Yes. Like yes. she's saying, I need to hear this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like let nothing disturb you. I mean, could just imagine her of just like all these storms in her life and all these areas of suffering, what people are saying about her, all this kind of stuff. And she's just trying to do the right thing. She's mm-hmm. just trying to do what God's asking her to do. Mm-hmm. And I could just imagine, I wonder for her, and she's not pontificating, like let nothing disturb you, but she's like in the crucible saying, let nothing disturb you. <laughs> like, you know, you just think of her as a person and mm-hmm. how we all need, I think we could all write this in our life of it's it's going to be okay so it's like we have to proclaim the good news of our own hearts okay it's going to be okay patience i'm going to keep going i'm not going to give up i don't i have god i don't i mean you can just almost hear her and that's like her own prayer coming out of her own heart of sorrow mm-hmm. yeah and king david has those prayers yes. too where mm-hmm. he's praying awake my soul oh, and sing. Yeah. like he yeah. does the same thing yes. too this is a there's a long history and tradition oh, yeah. of this mm-hmm. within our church that i think within our people that we need to remind ourselves mm-hmm. of mm. and there's something about Teresa of avila like i'm heavily devoted to her like yeah, she's that's your girl. Of, yeah she is my girl and I love Therese a lot, too. I mean, the, all the Carmelites, but Teresa of Avila is just, there's something about her. Like, you know, we have said before, like, you don't choose saints, they choose you. And mm-hmm. she's one of the ones. And she's been very profound even in the last couple of months again. Like, I really feel like she has been an um, intercessor and advocate for me for just um, different areas of struggle. Like, I've, you know, please pray for me here. Like, as an older sister, like, I need your help here. And she comes through. She and St. Joseph together come through beautifully. And I was asking... Um, 
my mentor asked me, she said, you know what my prayer for you is, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I would love to know. And she said that you are a woman that embodies shalom Mm -hmm. and that you embody shalom so much because you are so in tune with the presence of the Lord and the presence of the Lord within your own body and with your own Mm -hmm. soul and with your own mind, but that you walk in shalom prophetically. And so that people around you will feel this wholeness Mm -hmm. and this completeness and this peace. But first it has to come from you, you know, and we talk about that, like even in psychology terms or whatever, like Mm -hmm. you have to learn how to regulate yourself, like Mm -hmm. your own body. So you Mm -hmm. can regulate others. Mm -hmm. Like a mother, you like, Uh, people's nervous systems regulate other people's nervous systems. Mm -hmm. So like, what does it mean to be um, a person that fully embodies shalom, this peace, this wholeness, this completeness, that everything is in order Mm -hmm. as it should be. And I was reading something and really disturbed about what I was reading, you know, state of the world. I mean, pick a topic, any topic, Mm -hmm. you can have a lot of them, (laughs) you know, and it was so funny. I was thinking about it. And then all of a sudden St. Teresa of Avila popped into my head. And I was thinking about her and just what she was doing. And then this is like, you know, my um, train of thought goes like a rabbit hole. And so like it goes downward. And so then I was thinking about random things. Oh, she's the patron saint of this patron saint. And then I remember she's the patron saint of chess players, which Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. You know, like when I always pray with chess images, which is really funny because I really don't know how to play chess. But I was praying through all of that. Mm -hmm. And it was something in the Lord's like, get ready for the, um, have you all watched the Netflix series, The King's Gambit? The Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit, yeah. And so it is an amazing thing about a prolific prodigy chess player. Oh, really? Did you see it, Heather? Oh, it's really, really good. And so I was thinking about that movie, and it's The Queen's Gambit. But the Lord's like, don't worry. Like, I will do The King's Gambit. Like I will make the final move. Like mm. it was, it, it was, I was so interesting. Just even the way mm. my prayer went, it was like, I will get the checkmate at the end. Mm-hmm. Remember who the victory is, mm-hmm. you know, remember how the story ends. Mm-hmm. So it was always good for me. Like even if it's, we're going through Advent and salvation history, like Heather, you said in the last episode, it's the beginning and the end. Yep. Okay. So this is the beginning of the new Testament, but let us not forget the end of the new Testament. Mm-hmm. Jesus comes back again, not as an infant this time, but as the King of glory. You know, in his fullness and his completion. And in the book of Revelations, he makes all things new. Mm-hmm. You know, when we start back in the beginning of salvation history in Genesis, it starts in a garden and we end in a garden. Mm-hmm. So we're going garden to garden with a beautiful manger in between. Mm-hmm. But the Lord has the final say so. Mm-hmm. He has the final shalom and revelation mm-hmm. and trusting in that, especially when we don't know what else you know we mm-hmm. just have to trust in that mm-hmm. what are your mm-hmm. thoughts sister? well and that is the moment to moment because all of us experience storms all of us experience mm-hmm. disturbances all of us have to go to bethlehem when we're not ready to go yes. <laughs> and for a census and all of us are sometimes on a donkey nine months pregnant so to speak of in our life of like i did not sign up for this like i'm yeah. not prepared yeah and it's i hot. don't it's hot it's stinky yeah. it's so i'm tired it's yeah. uncomfortable it's dirty you know Mm-hmm. Poor St. Joseph. Like you could just imagine him as a as a man, like trying to provide for his wife, and all these things happen in our life. And I think we have this illusion that one day I'm going to arrive and everything's going to be tranquil and calm, and mm-hmm. that's not ever going to happen. And so, mm-hmm. like on this side of heaven, so in those moments of whatever that is for us, to really allow what's happening to happen in our hearts and to proclaim the truth of, of what's going on, and just to allow the peace of Christ to come in and dwell within us. And it is the moment to moment. It's not this ideal thing out there. It is the day-to-day moment. I think one of the most popular things that people said about Claire Dwyer's book about St. Elizabeth of the Trinity was the example she gave of picking up Cheerios one night on the floor. And Jesus was there. And Jesus was there. Yeah. And so many women wept <clears throat> over that because mm-hmm. every woman, mm-hmm. especially moms, like, you know, we all have our moment of picking up Cheerios in the kitchen and we think that we miss Christ. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm here. 
I'm here. And, and that's exactly how transformation takes place. And it, somebody was explaining, I love art, but I had not studied this particular painting by Rembrandt and it's Jesus in the boat with his disciples. Mm. And it's stunning. And I didn't, somebody was pointing out the details to me and I, I, I want to study it more deeply, but it's Christ in, the, in this massive storm and the, like the bottom of the boat and he's in the bottom of the boat, it, you know, giving kind of instruction to the disciples. And like, there's 14 people on the boat because Rembrandt painted himself into the painting and he's turning around looking at you like what is your expression what is your disposition going to be because one of the disciples is vomiting over the side one of them's trying to control the wind one of them has a sword like he's going to take on the waves i'm like oh it's so it's so good and at the bottom is is christ very peaceful in the boat knowing he's the one who calms the wind and the seas it's just it's just so lovely and i I, so we all have those places especially like during the time of advent and like we've spoken of many times like family gatherings stir up a lot of things in our hearts. And we have the juxtaposition of what we want our families to be and what they really are. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's death during Christmas time. And there's all kinds of things that happen that are disturbances, that, are, that frighten us, that allow us to experience those insecurities. And what Jesus is doing, he's saying, you come home. Like you come home to my heart and experience this of peace and the security and rest here. This is where you belong. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving. I don't change. I'm not going anywhere. And you belong here. Like this is where, this is where your home is. Mm-hmm. And we all need a place to call home. And that's mm-hmm. he is hard as our home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's certain practices that I think we have to incorporate into our day. Mm-hmm. Peace doesn't come like just when we're not thinking about it. Exactly, we're not, yeah. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. God can show up anywhere, but mm-hmm. often we have to put ourselves in a position of receptivity, yes. you know, to the peace. Like Jesus is peace. He's the mm-hmm. prince of peace, yeah. you know, so it's, yeah. it's a welcoming him, whether it's at the beginning of your day or, or whatever it is like to continually open our hearts. Like often now I find in the middle of my day, I used to never, ever do this, but there's, because I didn't feel like I could, or I don't know, I felt guilty maybe, but there's like a certain time often I will like, just go, okay, I'm going to take a little break, you know, now from my daily stuff, even though the list isn't done, lots of things yes. still to do, but I'm like, I just need to take a break. And it's not because I physically have to, like I could power through, which I always used to do, but I'll often just like lie down on the couch for like 10 minutes. I'm Uh not sleeping or anything like that. A dog will come and snuggle with me. Super cute. And then I'll just often like just breathe. And I'm like, Mm. come Jesus, Mm -hmm. just come, just come and fill me right now. I'm just laying on the couch and I just open my heart to him and breathing is like a big Mm -hmm. part of this, like Mm -hmm. to just like breathe breathe in his peace. There's something about like the association with our body and opening wide like our heart to him that mm-hmm. that I think it takes some pause like it takes some intentional pause you could even do standing up in the middle of a train or whatever mm-hmm. it is like it doesn't have to be the perfect situation but but to intentionally just like welcome Jesus the prince of peace into our hearts and to mm-hmm. like breathe in the peace and to take some pause time mm-hmm. it's been so helpful for me like oh, so I love so that, helpful Heather. yeah yeah and I know when we came to Chicago, just with sister, we went to go visit that amazing Catholic doctor and he helps you um, do breathing work yep. and all that kind of work. Mm-hmm. And I was so amazed how many times I held my breath. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm holding my breath. Mm-hmm. And is that just not such a state of like, yeah. oh my goodness. Like, and then to see the peace that would come when I really would inhale and exhale fully and feel it all the way to the bottom in my mm-hmm. diaphragm. And like, it's interesting because I even have a bracelet that I wear that I got this year called Ruha, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been just studying the Holy Spirit as the breath yeah. of life, as that as he breathes in life. But I was like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. just amazed, like about how I held my breath. 
you know, and that just spoke a lot about um, just what I was holding in yes. the tension and the whatever anxiety or whatever I was holding in subconsciously or consciously, you know, whatever mm -hmm. that I was and just, all right, we need time to breathe. You know, it's your and breath I think in many our of us are yes. holding our breath right now. So we have ways. been for a while, like, yes. I mean, figuratively and whatever, but it, it well, seems like we are waiting for whatever other shoe there is to drop. There's many, many shoes, not just one and two, but yeah. like, it's like another something to do with COVID or another tragedy in my family or in my circumstances or something else goes wrong or something else in the world or another leader fails or whatever it yeah. might be. I think there is a, like, we're just holding our breath, waiting for the next tragedy mm -hmm. to happen happen mm -hmm. and what does Jesus want to do with that mm -hmm. and how does he want to meet us right there yeah. to transform that like this is not how we're meant to live yeah. you know, I just there comes a point at, where you just have to go no like yeah. no I will not surrender to this way of living anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and it takes a transformation. And mm -hmm. what a beautiful season Advent is, even if we're right at the yes. end of Advent. Like there's <laughs> there's never yep. a better time than right now Amen. to say, I want to live a new way. Like, and Jesus just come and meet me here mm -hmm. where I am in my poverty, mm -hmm. in my breath holding, like mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. in yep. my anxiety, like wherever it might mm -hmm. be. And he's not afraid of how messy it might be. Like mm -hmm. he's awesome that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is what we really saw in last week's episode about St. Therese of her making that decision. Yeah. Like that was a decision that was aided deeply by grace, but where yes. she said she held back her tears, not, not oppressing, but just like her natural reaction would be to throw a fit and be childish. And she's like, no, yeah, I'm going to make a decision. And I feel like yeah. St. Therese, Teresa of Avila is making a decision here. Mm -hmm. And it's the, the proclamation of the, of the good news over and over again of, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't, what happened in the past doesn't have to continue. Yeah. I do not have to continue to live the way I have in the past that, that with the Lord, there's all things are possible mm -hmm. and God makes all things new. And like we've talked about at Advent is a penitential season. I mean, there is still time to make a good confession before Christmas yeah. and just really make an appointment, do a great examination of conscience and just go and go to confession, even with what we've talked about with faith, with hope, with joy, with peace. Like where are, are we astray? Where are we, or are we grasping on our idols that break us? All the things that we want to attain that we that give us the illusion of faith and joy that aren't God. Mm -hmm. And where are the places in our hearts where God's calling us to repent and to come back to him and to confess our sin and confess what we've done wrong so that we can receive him anew so he can be born anew. And it's not just something that sounds nice. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. And, and this is how transformation happens. It's in these little things that God so graciously every year brings us to, to the simplicity, to the light, to the beauty, to the quietness, to the stillness, to the poverty, to the, to the messiness, mm -hmm. to remind us of who he is and, and who we are. And, and that, that is the resounding eternal good news. And we used the quote earlier in the season, but Teresa Babel also has this, God is on the journey too. Yep. He is on the journey with us. Mm -hmm. He's on the journey too. Mm -hmm. This is not something we do alone. He is with us, holding our hand, guiding yeah. us, with us, looking at us. He is with us in this mm -hmm. whole thing. Emmanuel, God is with us. And he wants us to come into the fullness of life. He wants something to be birthed in us Amen. anew in this season. And one thing that we have not talked about this Advent season and just you know, where is Our Lady in all of this? Yes. You know, where is Our Lady in all this? And that she, like our last Advent season, that we really focus under her titles. Mm -hmm. But as we have Teresa of Avila and St. Hildegard and St. Catherine and St. Therese, like Our Lady is there also yes. wrapping us oh, yeah. in her mantle, Yeah. you know, and wrapping us that she's there in the manger and mm -hmm. she's there in the garden at the very end in revelations yes, she yep. she's in all places and so just really coming under her mantle and her protection mm -hmm. like for when we need that peace 
that we have a mother's. Um, like we were, even on our way to driving here today to the studio, we were praying the memorari. Remember, oh most gracious Virgin Mary, that ever wasn't known, that anyone who fled yeah. to, you know, your protection, mm-hmm. you know, was met with help. And so yeah. like, so anytime we need to flee to a mother's love, oh, we know that there. we have Mary, our mother, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any last thoughts, Heather, before we wrap up this? No, this has been great. Yes. I'm looking forward to Christmas mm-hmm. and yeah. to entering into the beauty of Christmas time mm-hmm. and, the, and the rest that comes with it. And sometimes a little bit busyness, but the fun kind, <laughs> fun. the fun kind of setting yeah. beautiful tables and gifts and all of that. Um, but yeah, I just hope that you all have a blessed Christmas. Yeah, and Christmas for all of you, friends. our mm-hmm. listeners or viewers, that you have a blessed Christmas too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. this is a real time of of really receiving Jesus, the Prince of Peace, into Amen. our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, friends. Well, in light of that, I think uh, my one thing I know for the week is uh, I love Maverick City Music and their Christmas album, which came out last year. I've had it on repeat all year long, all year long. And their mm. one particular song, which is Come Let Us Adore Him. It's like 11 minutes long and it has mm. is interlude of just deep worship. And I, pro- I played that song so many times when I needed the Lord to come and find me and just to adore him. And, you know, Lord, you deserve the glory. Just come into this place and, you know... Um, yeah, it's it's just so lovely. So I want to uh, offer that again to our listeners, Maverick City Music, their Christmas album, which is stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. My one thing is our patrons, those oh, who are yes. financially supporting who us on make Patreon. This possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. you made this possible. We could never have done this. There is yes. some big costs associated oh, with yes. something like this. This mm-hmm. is the production, the team, yes. um, all of the time and yep. energy that goes into a, a mm-hmm. project like this. It, the set, like all the amazing all the little stats. things. Like, yeah, the amazing people that we've been able to work with. So I just want to say thank you to our patrons yeah. and all of you who are supporting us and. Um, I just am praying for you, especially this season, that the Lord would pour out his generous goodness and abundance upon you as well. Mm-hmm. How about you? And my you one sure? thing is to our staff that helps run Abiding Together podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of parts that go into this. Mm-hmm. And um, our podcast manager, Lizzie. And when this airs, she should have a new baby with oh, her. Exciting. And um, Katie and Emily and everyone else that just makes Christina. it. Christina. Mm-hmm. Um, yay, Christina. That makes just everything go accordingly. And once again, thanking the amazing set and staff with Spirit Juice that helped us do this yes. recording. So we are yeah. very appreciative. Very it takes a lot yeah. of people to <laughs> yeah. do this. And so we are blessed. Yeah. You know, we are very blessed. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this journey, especially those of you who started with us as daughter and sister and have been here for the whole Advent season. We hope it's been a blessing to you. It's been something that has been deep in our hearts and we're delighted to share it with you. So thank you for being with us during these days. And I guess until... The next year, year. Yeah. 2022, like Merry Christmas, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Until yeah. next year, we will be abiding together. God bless you. Have a Bye. great Christmas season. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? We encourage you to head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, links to our one things, transcripts, group discussion questions for each episode, and beautiful mugs, t-shirts, journals, and prints on our shop. There you can also subscribe to receive our weekly email with links to each new episode and all of the content. 
We'd love to connect on social media and invite you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you can catch inspiring reflections every day. You're also welcome to join our private Facebook group and dive deeper into discussions with our fellow listeners. If the podcast has blessed you, would you prayerfully consider financially supporting us? The Abiding Together podcast is only available due to the generous support of our listeners. There are significant costs associated with creating this content, such as tech support, design, website, equipment, and hired staff that we need to be able to continue offering great content to you. Abiding Together is a nonprofit 501c3, and all donations are tax deductible. You can make donations of any amount through a website called Patreon, or you can send us a check directly if that's easier for you. If you donate $15 or more per month on our Patreon page, you become a tribe member and you will receive bonus content every month, such as short videos, recipes, playlists, downloadable prints, and more. You can find all the information about Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. Thank you and God bless you.